Brilliant Misfits, Episode 44, Creative Possibility in Business with Shannon Bush. They started and are leading a business and therefore are stepping into multiple different roles every day. They have to problem solve all the time. They have to think differently. They have to come up with different ideas and solutions. And I start to talk to them about creativity being all of that. They're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe I am creative. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Asia Kennedy. Welcome everyone to another episode of Brilliant Misfits. I'm Asia Kennedy, your host, and I have a wonderful guest today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, creativity and business and maybe even intuition thrown into that mix as well. So I'm really excited. But before I introduce her, I just want to remind you that if you like the episodes, if you enjoy Brilliant Misfits, please go to iTunes, give it a rate and review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. There's lots of juicy wisdom that comes through from the ladies that I speak with. And so without further ado, I'm going to introduce my guest today. Her name is Shannon Bush. She's the founder of Creative Possibility. And she has a single purpose, and that is to bring effortless success to business. And how she delivers her unique method of coaching is diverse, inventive, and consistently refined in line with each individual client or business that she serves. Combining 20 years of coaching, mentoring, educating, and consulting, along with a childhood spent in keen observation of family business machinations, gives her a unique perspective and empathy for small business owners. At the core, Creative Possibility provides innovative business coaching and strategy to her clients to learn new skills, identify challenges, gain clarity, and confidently create success. She's a big picture business innovator and with a very specific gift of honoring and honing in on the small details, the best mix. So I'm really excited. Thank you for coming on the show. Welcome, welcome, Shannon Bush. Oh, thank you, Aisha, so much for having me um, and, see, and for that beautiful introduction. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it, when you hear someone else read out something and, and share a little bit about who you are and what you do and you think, oh, yeah, finally, it's all coming together. Yeah, it sounds really good, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but you have been in business for a long time. And, I have, yeah. And you've always enjoyed creativity and creative expression. So can you just share a little bit of your background and how that all came together at, to what you're doing today? Mm, most definitely. And it, it very much has been a, um, a lifelong, I guess, journey and exploration. Uh, I was one of those children that loved to draw and to paint and to create in an artistic way. So expressing myself in that way just was a natural thing that I did. And I, I did it in, you know, and all was pretty compulsive from memory. <laughs> there was a lot of jokes around in my family around if you stood still long enough, you'd get coloured on or coloured in or so you'd have your portrait done or something like that. So, you know, that sort of expression has been very much a part of my life for, for as long as I can remember. 
and I also had the the great uh, honour now, I, I am able to see that now, of being involved and I guess exposed for want of a better word to a uh, small business from a family perspective with my you know my grandparents so grandmothers mostly were the drivers behind family small businesses and my parents had a small business as well when I was a child so I got to to see the world of business and to really experience the ups and downs that you can go through when you are leading a small business and the impacts on the family and, you know, things like when, you know, times are tough or not working so well, uh, what that can look like in terms of the impact on an individual and, and then right down through to children if you're a, a family with a business. Um, but, you know, I've always explored creativity. It's been something as a word that I found um, very interesting and something I've been very curious about. And so, you know, I've traveled a lot and I love to look at the world from, I guess, the eyes of an artist. But when I think about creativity, I think about it as expression. And some of the study I've done in my life, uh, which has been extensive, I'm a bit of a um, a book nerd, if you like, and I don't like to, to collect lots of information and to share that with, with people. Uh, but I've, I've always found myself coming back to things where I've been able to explore creativity in different ways. And when I uh, spent some time in a corporate setting before starting my, my business nine years ago, I had the opportunity at the time to, while I was working full-time, I also was studying yet again and I studied uh, and did my art therapy um, qualifications. So I was able to bring forward, I guess, a framework and a way to look at creative thinking and artistic thinking and it really sparked a, a keen interest for me in how do I bring that then into the business world and to have more conversations about creativity as a form of expression uh, and business and you know as I said nine years ago I started Creative Possibility my business and have been refining my coaching and consulting and guest mentoring as well as a bit of everything that comes in um, with the the business owners uh, that I work with now and they are all small business owners and usually from serviced business backgrounds Um, but while I bring in marketing and business strategy and those sorts of things I'm very uh get very excited about and bring a lot of of creative thinking and innovative type ways to do things into the work that I I'm doing now on a day-to-day basis with the gorgeous clients that I serve Mm, I love that I love that you're um, bringing I think it's more and more coming into being this this idea that the more creative we are in business the better results that come through people are happier they produce better um they stay longer so even in like corporations even if you're not in um a business on your own or an entrepreneur or in small businesses still even in the big businesses they're really seeing the um the benefits of including creativity I just Mm. want to touch on, because you also mentioned in your business effortless success, and I know that you're a big proponent (laughs) on effortlessness, and how do you see that tying in with creativity? I think when it comes to creativity, so many people get or allow things to get in their way of, of creativity and being creative. 
And I know you and I have had a conversation about this you know, in, in, at another time when we connected that, you know, creativity for, for the both of us is not about artistic expression. Um, it, it's so much more than that. It is is about self-expression. And so often people get so stuck with creativity and that definition of it means, you know, I'm only creative if I can draw or I can paint or I can sing or I can write or something like that that's more of an actual function as opposed to thinking about it in how they just express themselves and being able to have a great conversation is creative, for example. There's so many different things. And when I think about, you know, the whole um, six, your effortless success that I talk about in terms of a small business, um, you know, viewpoint or perspective, and then lo- the law of effortlessness, which is also the name of my podcast, Law of Effortlessness, um, it's about choosing to do things easier and choosing to do things from a space of our, our own natural innate strengths. When we are approaching things and, and taking action in the world from that place of knowing who we are, being excited about who we are, exploring more of who we could be and stepping into our strengths, things become much easier. And with that, we don't so much think about or judge about you know whether or not we are creative. We're just expressing ourselves so we are automatically more creative. And with that, lots of other beautiful benefits kick in from, as you mentioned before, you know, the productivity can improve, thinking changes, new ways to engage clients can can suddenly become very clear and, and easy and effortless to actually do. There's so many, many different things can happen. And that really excites me. It excites me too. And one of the things that I know, yay. And one of the things that I really love is, is this whole idea that, you know, um, just getting a different perspective and a different definition mm. of creativity. And it isn't just about artwork, although I know that you love to do art and express yourself I in do. that way. Yes. And I do as well. And I also am very involved in spiritual pursuits because I've been studying yoga for over 30 years. I teach it. And, you know, I, I don't see there's much of a difference between the two because when you said it's about getting to know who you are, and expressing that that is sort of the bottom line because we're all creative beings and so it's getting to that bottom line and you know explore what it means to be creative and Mm. how and how do we nourish it that's another thing oh isn't it so much and I love that word nourish because that is very much it you know Again, this that brings me back to this whole idea of effortless success. And I, I talk and, and with my business um, clients and, and the business owners that I do a lot of education programs with about stepping into their effortless success zone, um, which is around getting to that space where you do know who you are and you're able to, to act from those strengths that you have that I mentioned earlier, but without having to think about it, without the hard stuff and all the barriers and and you know, limiting beliefs and all those other things that can get in the way, you just are in that space. Mm. And when you're in that space, you're in you step into that that whole experience of being in flow. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a psychology, um, you know, there's a whole lot of different theories about flow uh, and a psychological state. And when you're in that space, you don't have, um, you know, the the things that come up in your, like the chatter that can go on in your mind and all the, the self-judgment, the self-talk and all those things that can sometimes be very unhelpful. They just fall away because you're just so in that space and things are just easier. They are effortless. Mm. And creativity and a lot of creative expression is been a way in the past that, we've been able to actually engage that that what I call the effortless success zone, but that state of flow. 
um, yeah, there's lots of different, as I said, theories and, and um, ways that have been shared over years to do that. And I love that I'm seeing more of that coming through in business, but also just generally in life. You know, find the thing that you just feel great when you do it. You feel energized and alive and you want to do more of it, sort of like an addictive thing uh, in a healthy way, hopefully, <laughs> But um, you know, where you can just step in and just allow yourself to do more of that. Mm. Yeah. That's a really good tip. I think that's an excellent point. And I want to just pause there for a moment and really mm. let that sink in for our listeners. It's, it's about just finding that thing that delights you so much that mm. your brain switches off. You don't have to force your brain to switch off. It just happens. No, it just happens. And so if you can find that one, two, three things that will help you do that and you include them every day in your life, then I think it's really important. To, um, Very much for the create for the creative process, and also to connect more deeply to your creative expression. Yes, whatever that yeah. is for you. Yeah, so much. And you know, and I think the other thing I want to add to that, Aisha, is for for people not to be tied to what that thing or those those you know set of things that where they feel that space and and that uh, you know the ease not get too tied with expectation to what they may be because mm. sometimes they're not things that we expect. And while there's a lot of information being documented about um, you, artistic pursuits and things like yoga and, and movement, you know, people talk about the runner's high, that's being in a state of flow. So you know, I think open yourself up to all possibilities that may be out there and explore different things and really tune in with yourself about, well, how do I really feel? Do I feel energized? Do I feel like I can do a whole lot more now? Does my, does it, you know, do I have feel like I've got more space in my, my brain and in my heart or, you know, whatever you're looking for? Uh, do I feel like I can, I'm more productive after I've done whatever the thing is that, we, you know, you, you're exploring and, and getting curious about? Because I find a lot of people get stuck with the, Oh, but this is the thing I have to do to open myself up to, you know, be more creative, to think differently, to be more productive. And quite often the, the things we think that are going to allow that to happen, they're not. So be, you know, be <laughs> open to the creative process, yeah. l having its own say. That's right. You. And it, it changes. It's like we don't, it want lock, we don't want to lock into, oh, that worked. And maybe, you know, the next day it won't work. That's it. That's but it, not to, it. to not to um, get like caught up in that is what you're oh, saying what I hear it. yeah don't get caught not, up not in to that. yeah not to throw that out if you know if you do something for a, you know a day or two or even up to a week or more and it seems to be working for you and suddenly it doesn't don't just throw it out you know it's not like the bath you know the what does they say they throw the the bath water out or the baby out with the bath water or something mm, yeah but, um you know just you know just try it again at another time and maybe perhaps you know you will have evolved and moved on to something else or sometimes and certainly you know for me so there's some things that I do that allow me to tap into that creative part of myself and that effortless success part of myself that have been consistent for a long time, you know, in my life and in my business. So just be open, though, to possibilities. Mm. And I think it's not – you can also think of it as not a doing thing either. Mm -hmm. It's not actually it. an action. Sometimes you can just be sitting and staring – at a sunset or a sunrise, you know, and actually doing an activity, yeah. uh, just simply being like really opens you up and you just, your mind switches off and you're just mm. completely present and in that same zone. Oh, because that's for sure. It doesn't have to be all go, go, go. In mm. fact, um, I, I find myself often talking with my clients and, you know, it, networking when I'm connecting with other business owners 
about the difference between being in business and being in busyness. And a lot of people, you know, talk about all the things that they have to do and the action and the activity they have to take in order to therefore be in business and be a success in business. And quite often they are just actually leading a whole lot of busyness. They're not leading a business and they're very, very different things. Mm, You know, when you are... Yeah, when you were full of busyness and leading all, you know, busyness throughout your life, there is a lot less room for creativity and for you to be able to think differently and therefore act differently or be different to be innovative and to, you know, to have um, the space and, and the, I guess the, yeah, space is probably the best word for it. But the thing that whatever you need to allow yourself to open up to be able to solve problems if they arise, um, to feel more confident in who you are. As you mentioned, um, um, being intuitive, you know, at the beginning of our conversation, to be able to hear and trust and follow through on your intuition, mm. all those things. If you're just full of busyness all the time, it just, it's just action, action, action. Mm. You don't allow the, the you know, the the space for anything to happen often yeah I think that's an incredibly interesting phenomena and I know it's probably a very very common one that mm. especially in the entrepreneurial business I, I find a lot of people um, get into that busyness you know they think if they yes. just do this and do this and do this and you know implement that and and they get very very busy and so they're actually in busyness as you say and their yes. business isn't really flourishing the business that's isn't right thriving. <laughs> and um, I often equate and you know and going back to intuition too I, I think that it's really important in any area of our life but also in business especially if you're in business for yourself your business is an extension of you then I think it's really important to tune in have those moments of really being guided by something else not just all the, mm. the busyness but to listen to be able to listen in to what's needed next and ask that oh, question it is so important and you know even just the earlier today I had a um, meeting I um, do some mentoring with uh, local business owners uh, who are tenants in a sort of like a business incubator space. And I was meeting with this gentleman and he was talking to me about uh, or looking for some support around a specific marketing strategy. And, and, And when I talk to anyone about marketing strategy with business, they always talk about social media, which is understandable with the way the thing, the world is going these days with that. And he was just sort of saying, like, I feel like I need to be on everything and everywhere and doing everything if I'm ever going to get any traction and be a success. And he was just so busy, again, focusing on the, all the action, all the things he had to do, and that there was no – he'd sort of lost, I guess, sight and perspective on where what was really important and where would be better place for him to invest his, his resources, so his time, his energy, his money – all those different different things that we have um, to give to to something to you know usually with the intention of getting a good result. Mm. So you know he wasn't giving himself space because he was constantly thinking and over processing and a lot of the time about the ne- the next thing he had to do or getting into a critical space around well but I ha- I haven't got this in place I haven't done that I haven't done this I haven't you know was all just it was in a bit of a mess but that's not uncommon for me to have conversations with business owners both um, a lot of the women in business that I work with and then occasionally some of the men that I work with so many people are so caught up in the the the, the overdoing that they actually don't step back and give themselves 
an opportunity to really see what's going on and to be able to tune in and listen to and pay attention and trust themselves. You know, as a business owner, we are the authority on our business and the services and products that we provide and the clients that we work with. But sometimes we're so tuned into everybody else and all the noise out there, we forget that. And that that actually bugs me a lot. <laughs> I see so many people getting in such a mess about that. Yeah, because you want to see them thrive. It's what you're yes. about. And um, I can imagine that it's very annoying. But to yeah. me, what you're saying is it's so true. And it's some paradigm that I think we were conditioned to um, buy into. And that is action, action, action produces yeah. more. And actually, yeah. I think in a way, um, this is just my opinion, but in a way, I feel like we're coming back to a more feminine or balancing the feminine with the mm. masculine in, I agree. in our approach to business. And that means that we're listening first to the intuitive heart and then letting the rational mind, the actions come as From a that. result of that. Mm. And, and then it's like the, the rational mind is then in service to the heart or the the guidance or what's really necessary when we listen and you know the the answers are there so when we they listen are. then you know the mind can actually support that but it's often the mind runs it's i think it's like putting the cart before the horse so if the mm. ho- if the horse is the intuitive heart and the mind is the cart. Like if you put the cart before the horse, you're not really getting anywhere. No, you're not no, going not in the direction. You have a frustrated, frustrated horse <laughs> and a cart that's just sitting there redundant. It might be beautifully decorated with all sorts Maybe. of strategies, but <laughs> but that's it, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's interesting that you just use that phrase about beautifully decorated with all sorts of strategies. Mm. Again, I, something that I find is that as a challenge in in business today, and, and something that definitely interrupts creativity and and uh, business owners ability to to think differently and to problem solve and to get creative and to consider other options is that so people are so focused on the that next strategy or the all the things that they have to do again it comes back to what I was saying before um but they haven't actually necessarily considered what they're doing and being clear about the purpose of what they're doing and they wonder why throwing all the th- all the strategies at whatever they're trying to achieve doesn't create a result. <laughs> no, no, exactly. And I think it comes back to also what you spoke of in the beginning about, um, you know, creativity being dismissed and not really valued yes. in its role in business. And what are you, what what are some ways that that's shifting in in the way that you work with people? Yeah. Well. To be honest, I, I think it has shifted more than we give it credit for. Mm. And when I talk with, you know, as I said I, I, earlier on, I my focus in terms of ideal clients are small business owners and they're people that are anything from a sole trader up to having a small team. And when I say small, your know, optimum is about maybe five people there. So they're very much the, the true small end of the SME market when we talk small, medium enterprise. Um, but having come from a bigger business background and done some consulting into bigger business, um, what I see is that there is definitely more creativity and creative expression coming through in the business world, but they use the word innovation mm. to, you know, to define it. I guess it's almost like it's a, you know, creativity as a word has not been something that people have, I guess, respected in some ways or really acknowledged that it is important. It's been maybe historically thought of as maybe a bit too fluffy or flaky and it's, it's not. You and I know that. Some mm. of the people that I know you have on the, the show um, talk about that as well. 
but the, you know, it's like the business world found this word innovation, which is innovation and creativity are a bit different, but they found this word innovation to make sense of those things that they were doing, which really the way I look at them are creative strategies yeah. you know, or they're creative, you know, processes or things. So I definitely think there's a shift um, and it's not just, as I said, I, I'm predominantly work with women in business, but every, you know, occasionally I, well, occasionally, most of the time I have a small percentage of my clients are also men in business. It's no different for me um, in my experience. That may also be the type of clients I attract, but it, I don't find it's any different whether you're male or female. Um, creativity is definitely becoming something that is more uh, what people are looking for, what they're willing and excited to explore. They might not always use that word, but what they're actually doing is, is opening themselves up to creativity, which is very exciting. And as I say to often to people, I don't mind what word you use for it. I really don't. That doesn't concern me at all. The fact is that you are opening to more creative um, pursuits and, and creativity in your business. And that's something that's very, very cool. Yeah. And I think that um, what you're saying is, you know, the, the word creative or innovative, whatever you use, but mm. the word creative um, means different things to different people. So, yeah, it does. You know, and often the first starting point is just to define, well, what does that mean to you? Mm. What does creative mean to you? And, That's it. Yeah, and probably getting different responses. I mean, I had someone who was incredibly creative come on the show and um, and yet she kept referring to another guest that I have who was a painter, referring to her as the creative person. I know. <laughs> So interesting. Again, it comes back to that definition that that society, you know, not as a whole, but more, you know, more predominantly connects, you know, the definition of creativity to artistic skill and talent. Mm. And, you know, you and I are, are two people of many that I know now, which is, again, something else that excites me. Um, you, we're, we're two people of many that don't view creativity that way. And, you know, I think over the years that I've been, talking about creativity which as I said earlier is most of my life in all sorts of different ways um but talk opening that conversation to talk about creativity with all sorts of different people you know friends family clients networking contacts former colleagues when I was in a, um, a corporate setting um people I met when I was traveling I just I just like to talk about it and I like to challenge people when they immediately come back with you know the more common um sort of when we talk about creativity, the more common response I get is, uh, and you probably get this too, Aisha, or have done over many years, I'm not creative. Oh, I can't so draw. much. It drives me yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you should see my stick figures. They're terrible. It's like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. not that. And I just say, but, yeah, but what do you really love? What gets you excited? What, what, do you, what could you spend hours doing with, you know, no regards to anything else? And when people start talking about that, you see them shift. You know, they're, they their their body posture, that their changes, their voice changes, they their eyes get bigger and brighter. Yeah, everything gets lighter. That you can, you know, if you tune in, you can. I believe, and I know it from personal experience, you can feel their energy shift. Mm. And it's like, you know what? There you go. You, that's your creative stuff right there. You are creative, and they're like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a puzzle because, um, you know, if we if we see ourselves separately from the rest of the universe, then maybe okay, maybe you think you're not creative. But if you do see that you're part of creation, you're mm. part of the universe. Everything in our universe is constantly in a state of creating. Yes. And why would we be any different? We're part of that. Yeah. So yeah, oh, so much so. 
I think when I'm speaking to small business owners, I definitely see that they find that link between creativity and themselves. They, they, they seem to get it quicker than speaking to other members of, you know, the wider public, I guess. Mm. Uh, because when I talk to them about the very fact that they started and are leading a business and therefore are stepping into multiple different roles every day, they have to problem solve all the time, they have to think differently, they have to come up with different ideas and solutions. And I start to talk to them about creativity being all of that. They're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe I am creative. Mm. And, and, you know, and that just, it opens up that possibility and that little spark kicks in. And, and I, I tend to find that then people are open to trying things a little bit different or even just that consideration that they might be maybe creative is enough sometimes to just to open things up, which is, I, I, I love to love seeing when that happens. I do too. It's it's mm. like it's such a joy when people say I'm not creative in the next second they're do, making something, creating something yeah. and then they they light up and they say wow and then they actually take carry forth and start doing more creative things. Yes. It's yeah. just the most beautiful thing. And I think yeah. creating is another word. So you can say creativity, which sounds like a solid mm. thing, but creating is an is a, a verb. It's an action and it is. we're always in process of creating even yeah. our thoughts like whether we create a, a you know a negative thought positive thought whatever everything is in creating mode mm. and we're all the time that make things and really when you think about it creative creating and being creative is just bringing something into existence that hasn't existed mm. before really that's, that's it. it that's, the, that's the exactly it definition you know, that I so, always give it yeah yeah so anyone who can cook or you know and mm-hmm. even if that is simple as making a piece of toast mm. there's still a creative aspect to that you That's know right. the little ritual that you go through to to do that and then how you know how you you present your piece of toast and how you might put some butter or preserves or something on it or make you know at, make it into a toasted sandwich or whatever you do it and then the whole art of you know you deliberately use that phrase art of you know sitting down hopefully and you know, actually eating that and enjoying that, that entire thing is a creative process mm. as much as is everything else we're talking about. <laughs> and when you think about um, a, a young child who's maybe done that for the first time, they're mm. completely delighted in the process yes. of it. You know, we've just done that's it a million it. times, so it's sort of like, okay. But then <laughs> we say, well, what else can we do that's something yeah. new that we haven't done before? Yeah, yeah. On that, there's a great thing that I love how you mentioned children there because when you do see children – they don't have those barriers and boundaries and I guess the beliefs and the the you know the the messages that society has given us where we've decided therefore that's also truth and they're far more open to being curious and exploring things and just seeing what something is about or just feeling something or tasting something or trying something and the, you know their creative boundaries and barriers are so so different to you know the older we get the more we have the potential to to you know allow those barriers and boundaries to define us and not necessarily in a good way Mm. and i think Mm. it's such a um a wonderful pursuit and endeavor to try and release those barriers dissolve Mm. them and get back into that state of childlike wonder 
It just makes everything, as you say, effortless and, mm, and flowing. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it sure does. And, you know, who doesn't want more ease and effortlessness in your world and your life and your business? That's right. You know? Yeah, that's, especially that's... for people go into business for themselves. Why are you doing it, right? You, yeah. You know, I know for me and for probably most people, you, you don't you go into business for yourself so you can have that freedom. You can yes. have that lightness and you can enjoy yourself more. And um, so we don't need to put stuff on that that makes it just the same as if we were working in a corporation. Which, That's it. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I did and, and I'm happy mm. I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, definitely agree with you 100%. <laughs> mm. So did you, when you were, um, you know, before you started thriving in, in 2009, I think you started your business, Creative Possibility, mm. but before that, did you actually go through any sort of crisis thing that actually was like a wake up like oh I just really don't want to do it this way um I, I don't know that there was one pivotal moment uh there was certainly a you know a combination over many years of working in that corporate space and you know way back my original career I was a registered nurse and I've also done um you know work and, and have qualifications in counseling and all sorts of different different things that it's really about people. I love people and I love to understand more about um, people and, and how we work and with a, a goal to work with people in different ways. And right now it's business owners, but to be the best versions of ourselves. But yeah, certainly in that corporate space, I did feel very stifled. I mean, it's a common thing that you hear, but because I do identify myself as a creative person, uh, I felt like there were so many different things that were, you know, imposed rules and guidelines and barriers and boundaries and you can't do this and you must dress a certain way and you must do this and you know anything where there was an ability to self-express was being limited or tempered by somebody or something else and I felt that very stifling. And as I said earlier, when I was um, talking sort of right at the beginning, I had what I see now as a real blessing in that I was given uh, an insight into business and being a business owner from a childhood. So that idea of, of being in my own business and, you know, I think even then in my corporate days, potentially I, I still had that or I did have that spark of, well, maybe I could actually work with other business owners. Um, that that was in me constantly as a, well, there is actually another solution here. There is a choice that you could make. There are other things that you could do. And it just sort of came to a point I was up for my 10 years in that particular um, organisation. So I was at that point of getting long service leave and things almost, it's almost like everything just fell into line and I knew that with taking that long service leave, if I left the organisation at that point, I wasn't going to go back. So it wasn't about taking a break and then, you know, pretending I was going to go back. <laughs> I decided just, you know, I would resign. I would use the the payout of, you know, the money from that long service leave would be able to be uh, some capital for me to start my business and get some basics in place. And it was just like, you know what, I've got to do it. I just, I just have to. It was just like this very, very strong message that it was – it's now. It's not. It wasn't a now and ever. It was like just. It's now. Just do it. Um, and then it was about convincing my my stakeholders, which were my husband and my, you know, and letting my family and immediate friends know what I was doing and why. And you know, there was. It wasn't like if someone had 
said no you can't that I would have maybe I would have gone down that path I'm I'm very strong-willed and once I've made up my mind it's I usually have all the arguments I need in place to, to engage the people that I need to get on board uh, and it was just about yeah just do it I just have to do it mm. so best thing I ever did and I made a promise to myself when I started my business and, you know, and I actually started my business 12 months before I did leave full-time um, employment uh, to give myself a bit of breathing space to really, te- I guess, test the waters a bit, uh, work out if I really did want to do it. And as I said, then it all just came together. I went, yeah, it's now, it's it's got it good. Take the jump, take the leap. Um, but I did make myself a promise that I would become unemployable. And I, I talked to uh, with Katie uh, Wyatt on her podcast um, all about this, about becoming unemployable and that promise that I'd made to myself. Uh, I just knew that if I was going to really do this, I wanted to do it properly. I was going to commit to it fully. I was going to commit to the learning that I knew it was going to take, which is not a problem because I love love learning, and I was going to, to back myself and that and on those days or times that I could foresee may come up only because I'd done a lot of chatting with other business owners. So in those days or times or moments where things might be hard or difficult or I didn't know what to do or I felt like I wasn't making the progress I wanted, that I would be the the one person that I could rely on to back myself to move forward and that if I did that, then everybody else would get on board with me <laughs> and they pretty much did. So here we are sitting you know, in my ninth year of business and, you know, this is this is what I plan to do as long as I can, you know, foresee. Yeah, and I think that the universe came in there too to support you Mm, as well. And it goes back to that, you know, when we bring in the intuition because when what I hear when you were explaining that beautiful story of like just knowing what you were going to do and you had Mm. all the reasons (laughs) that no one was going to talk you out of it. (laughs) Not a chance. (laughs) But that knowing was something that is beyond anything, isn't it? It's a a deep core knowing that this is what I have to do. And it's, it's, that is the real intuition and, and being in that heart. And then, yeah, your rational mind came in and gave you all the reasons why mm. that you would do it no matter what anyone said. It was supporting. Yep. It was supporting you in that decision. It. It's so beautiful, really. Yeah. You explain and that so well. <laughs> thank you. And it, it's nice to be asked that too because it's not something that I necessarily go back in to think about. But at the same time in the moments where I over the years have have maybe questioned things and, you know, considered you know, not, I've never considered going back and being an employee. That's not on the cards, but considered other ways maybe to maybe bring in more income or to do things differently or to review my business model. I've always been able to go back to that deep knowing and that, you know, that convicted belief in this is possible and this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. And, um, yeah, when you, you're in that space and you can trust in that way, those moments where things are not going so well, you know, your resilience is stronger, you can bounce back quicker, you know, you get more support around you from the people in your life as well as opportunities and other things that come up. And it's, you know, it is a, it's a gorgeous space to be in. Um, it's certain things are not always easy in business. We, you and I know that. Mm. People that are listening in would know that, but they can be a whole lot easier and getting to that space where you have that support network. But but you are your greatest supporter is so, so key. 
It is, and being and just knowing and being aligned with your purpose, your dharma, as it's called in mm. um, you know different philo- Eastern philosophies, they call it the, your dharma. It's your soul seeded purpose, and when yeah. you're in touch with that and you're in alignment with that, then everything else comes in to support it. It doesn't mean like it's all easy peasy, but that support is there, and the challenges that you do come up against, you know, there's ways to get around it. You get support, you get a coach, you get you know, mm. support groups and work through those little challenges. But That's the core it. is strong. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, oh, I wanted to ask so you. so good talking to you. <laughs> Just, oh, I love it. And I wanted to ask you about your own podcast as well because I mm. think it's a wonderful one and I want the listeners to know about it. So can you just describe a little bit about your yeah, podcast? Yes, definitely. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, so it's called Law of Effortlessness and it ties into much of what we've been talking about today in terms of that you know, that space of ease and being in, in your effortless success zone. And to date, I have only had um, your female business owners come on as guests. I may, you know, have a gentleman every now and again in the future, but it's mostly is about messages of you're know, creating more ease in your business and therefore your life from the different ways that we do business. So I love talking with business owners that have found their, you know, their, their thing, their effortless success zone, and they are working on creating incredible things in the world. And that may be by providing uh, services to other business owners. It might be providing um, products and services to consumers. It doesn't really matter what it is, but they've, you know, they've found that way and to open up the audience to, to think about and to consider to listen to all the different opportunities that are out there. But again, to come back to trusting themselves and being in their own effortless success zone and their own space of ease uh, to, to be able to step forward in the world with more of that. Because once you've got it, you don't want to let it go. <laughs> mm. And it's it is it's very key to um, be true to who you are, and yes. and then you can find that effortlessness when you are. Mm. And there's no one size fits all. And I think that's the beauty of your podcast and my podcast is that talking to women or and maybe some men, but talking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking to different people in all walks of life and in different businesses, we sort of start to get. The message that yes, there is no one way, and the one no, way is really to be true to you. Find your own yes. way. Get the support you need. Doesn't mean doing it alone, but it just means that you find your own way to do it and mm. be successful and thrive. Yeah, that's it entirely. You know, there's it when people start telling you, and I say people as a, a, a broad term there, but if you start hearing all the have to, should do, must do, you know. You've got to, you know, and you get feel like you've got a thousand things being thrown at you that you have to do and should do and must do if you're ever going to be a success or, or get a new client or make this much money. Just stop listening. <laughs> step back. <laughs> step into yourself. Get help. You definitely, I'm a massive advocate. You know, I haven't been in this coaching and consulting space for as long as I have without being an advocate of that. But find the person that you feel aligned to and you feel you can trust, you can open up to, and that you can learn from and work with them or a small group of, of maybe other women in business in a, like a coaching group or mastermind or something and get help. You know, find a space and a place where you can share your ideas and and have them listened to and, you know, have someone to to throw questions back at you to to broaden those ideas and to know whether they're really the right thing to do. Um, It's just such such a better place to be in. (laughs) 
Excellent wisdom and advice, and I think that's a great note to end on. Except I do want people to know how to connect with you, Shannon. So what's the yeah, best thanks, way for Asia. that to happen? Well, there's a few different ways. So definitely, you know, if you are a podcast person and if you're listening to Asia's podcast, you probably are. So come and listen to Law of Effortlessness. You can find that um, certainly on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio or any, you know, all the, the apps that are out there now on the smartphones to listen into podcasts. Uh, also, my website is creativepossibility.com.au. Uh, but really, the space, if you want to come and have a conversation with me on a regular basis, is to connect with me in my Facebook group, which is Thriving Entrepreneur Circle. And it's a group just for women in business where we have lots of great conversations. It's very much driven to be about support and sharing and learning together in something that I call collective thriving as opposed to it being salesy and all those sorts of things, which you know, I know you and I both don't like a lot of that stuff. We're much more about community and sharing and, and connecting and and um, you know, seeing seeing what happens when we can you know work together. Yeah. Um, so there, it all yeah. comes from that anyway, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Business comes from that connecting and that you know that real, genuine, authentic. Oh, so does, so does. And if anyone's looking for some inspiration and uh, information, then I publish a a digital business magazine every couple of months, a new issue comes out and you can connect with that totallythrivingmag.com. So that's a Totally Thriving Digital Business Magazine. And I'll put the link up on the the show notes. I highly recommend it. It's a great magazine. I don't know how you manage to get it out all the time, but it's really (laughs) brilliant and I, I love reading it. Thank you. Wonderful, Shannon. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave with? No, I guess I don't think so. I just, yeah. other than to say thank you to you, Asia, for inviting me to come and to have a chat with you and to, you know, to, sh- to share um, a little bit more of my story and, and the things that um, I, I love to talk about. So anything to do with business and creativity is adding creativity into that conversation as a bonus. So I really appreciate that and hope that the listeners get something out of listening to us chat today. Yes, I'm sure they will, as I have. And, you know, just having the conversation, I think we're expanding our creative possibilities just by talking about it more and more and more. Definitely. So thank you so much, Shannon. I'm really grateful. My pleasure. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits, And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.